Peace to hearts, it's your boy Ibu, the Any Star host of the Dynasty Podcast. This is going to be a repost of a podcast I did live last night. I did it on Facebook, Instagram, and also Sportscaster. Yeah, man, so we talked about Kemba Walker and whether or not he really did uh, say that he considered the Knicks before he went to Boston. And also this point guard whisperer. Who is this point guard whisperer? So we'll talk about that, man. So I'm going to get right into the podcast. Check the countdown. Peace out, hearts. It's your boy, Ewood, and the host of Dynasty Podcast. I'm going live today. This is on Facebook, uh, Twitter, and Sportscaster. Welcome, everybody, to the show. Uh, I was just going to do a, a normal audio podcast to get this on the store side, but I said, when I'm not doing nothing, might as well see who's out there, man. But right, so we'll start the show. Um, before we started, man, you see I got the diehards hat. That's my normal hat that I rock for the show. But uh, for the for this instance... I don't know if you guys can hear it, but we got our guy. Uh, we got our guy Schmurda. You know, I don't like to, I don't like to um to give light to to like uh, criminals because I mean, my man needed to be in jail. But for those that are watching it live, there goes the hat right there. <laughs> so for like little portion of the show, let me switch hats. To be a diva for this episode, so I'm gonna switch hats a little bit. That's the Shmurda hat. So somebody said on the internet that um, when he when he gets out of jail, the the hat's gonna come to him like the like the Thor's hammer. <laughs> we'll see what happens, man. But you know that's that's New Yorkers talking shit. But um, yeah, man, um, I'm here to talk about a couple things, man. Um, some something that kind of kind of annoyed me a little bit. A little, just um, this uh, CC CC Sabathia, he has this podcast with this other guy. Um, well, anyway, they, they go by R2C2, which is a dope name because um, CC is C2. And the other guy, I think, is Ricky, Richie, somebody. He has, he has two R's in his name. So that's dope. R2C2. That's dope. So they got a podcast anyway. So um, the um, topic of the podcast, they had Kemba on there. So, of course, they got to ask him, uh, did, uh, did, he consider, did he consider the Knicks? So anyway, let's just watch it. Were the Knicks a serious consideration for you when you were a free agent this past year? Be honest, yes. Yes, very serious, very. Mm. Um, no, at one point, yes, yes, mm. very serious. Before Boston actually came along, the Knicks was, um, you know, one of my top priorities actually because I was thinking that they were going to get another player, um, but it didn't work out. You made the right choice, dog. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say it for you. <laughs> You made the right choice, bro. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's pretty all I can say, though. The Knicks, was, it was, they were definitely a priority at one point. Yeah. Did, did that other player's name rhyme with Slevin Laurent? Um, <laughs> <laughs> nah. You, you know what's crazy, though, Ruko? I think I think the Knicks are, are like a serious consideration for everybody who becomes a free agent. People want to play in New York. Like, why do you think Katie and Kyrie went to Brooklyn? You know what I'm saying? Like, right. they want people... Guys want to play in New York. It's just hard to play for that organization. You know what I'm saying? And put yourself under that kind of scrutiny. Like, this is a basketball town. The media is going to go crazy. Like, so you sign a big deal and come in. You're supposed to win no matter who else is on the roster. 
You know what I'm saying? So that makes it tough, man. Yeah. If Kem- Kemba Walker's like, you know, standing uh, next to Kevin Knox and they're like, how come Kemba's not leading him to 50 wins? You know, <laughs> no offense, Kevin Knox, you might turn into a nice player, but you're not ready for that yet. You know, so yeah. I, I get wanting a running mate. Yeah, so I have to play the whole thing, man, just so you can get, get everything that was in context. Because I see people on Instagram and on Twitter, they're posting um, quotes and stuff. But I mean, like, as, as if um, somebody had an exclusive um, story on it. It came from this podcast. And that's what I hate. Oh, as reported by this reporter, as reported by that reporter. It wasn't reported by any reporter. It was reported by R2C2, <laughs> their, their podcast, whatever. Kemba Walker was a guest, so that's when he said it. So um, it's, it's a lot of interesting things there, man. Like, I mean, Kemba Walker said he um, gave us consideration to um to sign with us, whatever. So anyway, behind the scenes, um, the Knicks probably were doing their work. They were doing their due, due, due diligence. They thought guys were going to come. But when, when it came down to signing and whatever, guys chickened out. So, um, you know, Kyrie and Durant, I think they was, you know, I talked about that during the time. I really don't really rehash that. But, I mean, these guys were already in, in talks with um with um, playing with each other. So that's um that's you know they they've been talking about that, but the Nets was was um it's perfect for them because they don't have to worry about being on the back page because no matter what's happened with the Nets this year, the Nets are in the bubble, all this other stuff this this happening. Nobody gives a fuck about the Nets, bro. Nobody cares about the Nets. It's all about this team right here, the New York Knicks. So um you know, even the Knicks are not in the bubble. Knicks are they, we still are like the number one news story out of all the LA NBA. The NBA is playing right now. And one of the major stories now is is this Kemba Walker thing. That's the reason why I'm talking about it. So I mean, the the you know getting Tom Thibodeau um, coaching search for like like three weeks, we were like um, bad news all over all over all um, television networks and stuff like that. Meanwhile, the NBA is supposed to be coming back. So why are the Knicks still in everybody's mouth? I just I, I can't I, I can't take it. So anyway, the question is, like, who was um Kemba Walker going to come with? Because he said you know you mentioned. Uh, somebody that rhymed with basically Kevin Durant, right? So um, who was um, Kenya Martin supposed to be coming here with? So that, that's like that's like the big conversation there. So if you think about it, like the, the different free agents and stuff like that, somebody like Kim Walker, you would want somebody that, that he could pass to. So um, it would have to have been some kind of big man or, or, or whatever. To me, it, it, it's just like this crying over spilled milk. This is old news and stuff. So, I mean, like I get it, you know. It gets fans excited to talk about stuff like this. It gets people to talk something to talk about, but um, but truthfully, you know, you know, Kemba went to where he went to. He should go there. You know, uh, Kyrie wasn't a good fit for them in Boston. Then he actually needed, um, you know, like guys like basically got an isolation play that's not going to be holding the ball because Kemba gives up the ball too. He does. He doesn't just stand there and dribble through his legs forty times. So that that's why um, you know, their other two young guys are are, are playing so well. It's because the ball is put into their hands so they can do some operation too. And if you got Kyrie on your team, uh, you're not going to have any room to do anything, you know, especially two guys, you know, there's one thing is one guy, but just have the, like, if you're going to have two major scores, um, Kyrie Irving is not the guy for you. So can you, can, can, um, Kemba Walker, um, pick the, the right place. But, uh, you know, as, as they, as they went to, to go on, uh, the, uh, CC, CC did make the point that, um, players do want to play for the Knicks, but it's just that, you know, it's just the organization. Now it wasn't like like you know that's another another quote that people take out out of context. He didn't really say organization. It was just like the um the media, the New York sports media. Uh, every time something happens, they have a field day with everything. 
So that that plays into the coaching um search and all this and stuff. So I mean, like let's say for instance, if we were to sign um uh, Jason Kidd instead of t- um Tom Thibodeau, of course there would have been like forty seven different um news stories about Jason Kidd and his drinking habits, Jason Kidd and abusing um his wife and other things too. His son would have came out the woodwork. You know, it would have been so many different um, negative things that, that that easily could be put out there, and that's exactly what the New York media is going to do. And then every fan that that watches this, every everybody that that reads those papers and everything like that, that clicks those articles on on uh, on you know these various networks and stuff like that, they eat that stuff up. So that would have been a, a firestorm right off the bat. Right now, um, Tom Thibodeau, we all know that he's a basketball lifer. He's 65 years old. I don't. I believe he was never married. I'm not sure if he has any kids and stuff like that. Not not saying that that's like that's a bad thing. But it kind of is, you know what I'm saying? 65 years old, that's kind of sad. All you want to do is play, all you want to do is talk basketball. You know what I'm saying? So this this is the type of guy that um that um Nick fans are. Nick fans have that that spirit at heart. So to have this guy to be our coach is, is a is a is a great thing too, man. But um, you know, as I talk about uh Tom Thibodeau, uh uh somebody called him the the ghost whisperer. Is that a thing? The ghost whisperer? Yeah, I had to think about it myself. So let's um let's actually Let's let's Google it together. You know what I'm saying while while we're here. Because I, I was I heard that you know I just couldn't believe it. I didn't really write nothing down uh, for it. But um, let's just look at it together, man. I'm I'm gonna Google it right here. It's this um Tom Thibodeau, right? <laughs> Tom Thibodeau with the the three um vowels at the end. All right, so it's um Tom Thibodeau. What is it? Um, point guard whisperer. Just push enter on that shit. What pops up? <laughs> There's actually a couple things. You got a uh, uh, somebody from uh, somebody posted something from Bleacher Report. Somebody from uh, Reddit, and uh, you know, he just goes down the line. A whole bunch of a bunch of stuff. Anyway, the the ones that say actual point guard whisperer. Uh, I'm just gonna skim through it here. I just see names. I guess they're gonna try to uh, uh, you know, add these guys here: DJ Augustine, Nate Robinson, um, John Lucas, uh, CJ Watson. You know, of course, uh, you know, uh, the the MVP, you know, that um that he brought there. I, I'm quite sure they're gonna give him um credit for for um you know Derrick Rose being the MVP. But I think Derrick Rose is the one that got himself to being the MVP because he could jump was jumping over guys at the time, you know, uh, at like the Bionic Man. So I think I think he might have had a play in that as well. But I mean, I get it. Pe- people like to like to give these coaches like um you know oh he's the he's the, he's the one that made him do this made him do that. You know, you gotta forget. You got there's a human element here. Like the the human being that's doing the work has to actually do the work. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't matter if the coach is yelling at the guy or whatever. And like I said, Tom Thibodeau, 65 basketball lifer, but he never played in the NBA. So what is he gonna teach uh, a Derrick Rose or uh, how to get better? You know what I'm saying? So there's, so the, the the player has to have talent, and of course the the coach is gonna put them in, in a position to to succeed. Uh, so you know, but that's not the same thing though. It's two different things there. So let's look at the Reddit article. Reddit Reddit article, uh, they're just talking about DJ Augustine. I said, like, you know, that's like a slap to these certain players because Nate Robinson, you know, he averaged 17 points with the Knicks, you know, and um, you know, just him playing for the Bulls, he saved the Bulls um um in the playoffs when when um Derrick Rose got hurt. So people forget about that, but they never resigned um Nate Robinson. That's another part of the story. You know, Devin um DJ Augustine, John Lucas, um CJ Watson, whatever, man. And then um that's that's just that with that, you know. There's always a, there's always two sides of of these stories, man. So I mean, you can't just be like, oh, you know, Tom Tivino made this guy, whatever, or gonna have the nerve to call him a a point guard whisperer. 
Because if um, it, yo, there was another article I saw where it was talk, we were talking about Rubio. Uh, I don't see it here, but they were saying Rubio, and um, they had the point guard whisper with um, Rubio. Let's see if I go. See, uh, I could pull out the article just um argument's sake. I almost had to ask you guys how to spell Rubio. So here goes Tom Typical Rick Rubio. Blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to click it, man. But I mean, you, you can see there's this auto is written here associating point guard whisperer and Ricky Rubio. Ricky Rubio was already like a assist man from, from the, from the day he first got to the NBA. And also when he was in um, real Madrid and over there in Europe and stuff like that, he's always been a great point guard. So what did Tom Thibodeau do to Ricky Rubio to make him a better point guard? You know, I mean, maybe, maybe like put them in different spots, somebody different, something different from a different coach, but it's not like the Timberwolves were winning over there. So, I mean, it's like, like I said, there's so many different stories that, that you could pull out of the same situation. So anyway, I just think it's bullshit, man. Like, like, um, like, like, uh, Nick, Nick fans, just basketball fans in general, you know, they, they, they like to, to latch on to certain, to certain things. And, um, you know, it's just, it's just annoying as, as a, as a Knicks fan to see stuff like that, that I, I feel like I have to come on here to, to, uh, to go live and talk about it. Let's just see who's here, man. I, I uh, shout out some guys here on, um, on a uh, sportscaster, you got Panther Princess. Panther Princess dropped me some um, some tickets. He gave me ten tickets. Thank you very much, Panther Princess. Not sure if you are male or female. Uh, what else we got here? Uh, we got Elway or Highway. <laughs> I love, love these names, man. All right, so let's see who's, who's in the comments here. We got uh, State of New York Knicks. <laughs> State of New York Knicks spilled milk. What else you got to say here? Talking about. Too much garbage going around. Yeah, man. You already know. Katie got hurt. And of course the classic LOL. <laughs> Thanks for uh for tuning in, Slits, man. Yo, we gotta get up together, man. You actually should be on this podcast with me right now. So if you're not doing nothing, man, hit me up. I send I'll send you a link. Maybe you can get down with the, with the show. But yeah, man, um, you know, they, they also equate uh the whole point guard whisperer thing to um to DSJ. Now DSJ, people forget, man. DSJ averaged um he averaged 15 points a game one year. Let me let me pull up the stats exactly. I believe he played 21 games with the Knicks after he got uh after that trade. Looking it up now, checking out my 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 um my databanks here. That's my phone. <laughs> so anyway, with the with the Knicks after the trade, he played 21 games that first year when he when he got traded to us. 21 games, he averaged 14 points a game, five assists, uh 2.8 rebounds. Um, for some reason, these young guys can't shoot free throws. Fifty-six percent from the free throw line, forty-six um, percent from from the field. I mean, from the two-point line, and twenty-eight um, percent from three. So, I mean, too much emphasis was put on the three-point line, twenty-eight percent, because somehow the dude was still able to produce uh, fourteen points a game uh, with with the fifty-six percent free throw percentage and um, you know, what is it, twenty-eight uh, percent from three, and he still averaged fourteen points a game. If he averaged, if he um, was to to round those numbers up. You can easily add maybe four points to that to that total. So we're talking about an 18 point a game scorer with uh five assists and um you know and uh what is that one point three steals? I mean that's that's a decent point guard. So what the fuck happened this year? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh you got five uh five points a game uh for this year, uh 2.9 assists, uh 2.3 rebounds, uh 0.8 assists, um point eight steals, excuse me. Uh you know. You want to talk about his his um what was his grandmother or his aunt that passed away? I know that that, that takes a toll on the player as well. But I mean, he was out all in Europe all year, the whole summer with um with Stephen Curry, and he was playing ball with um with the other kid Trey Young, 
you know, in in um workouts and stuff like that. So the guy was working out all summer. So there's no excuse for him to show up and just be just act like he's just you know never played a game before. You know, like you know, this is not this is not an isolated thing because, like I said, he averaged 15 points a game his rookie year, 15 and five. Uh, uh, 13 and four the next year, basically 13 and five the um the next year, uh you know and before he got traded he was averaging 12 and four so I mean the guy guy is a good player, but if something happened on um, this year with the lights on him and everything that's going on in his um in his life that um you know sent him on on a path where where he just was he was just like one of the worst players that I've ever seen I think he might have had like one or two good games where he had, I think he might have had like 10 assists one game I'm not gonna look it up. But I mean, he did have flashes of, of what he was doing before. I mean, because like, yo, we wouldn't even be looking for a point guard if he was um doing what he what he did when he first got here. Even if he was just doing his um his career averages, which is twelve and a four point five, uh, if he was doing that this year, then then nobody really would be complaining. They would be like, oh, um, then 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 you can um start doing that. Tom Thibodeau is is a is a, a point guard whisper stuff at people, you know. So it's it's just bugged out, man. You know, like like uh, you know, it's. It's just crazy, and then, then, then for sure, if um, let's say, let's say, if we do end up keeping DSJ, and kind of all of a sudden that he starts playing well under Tom Thibodeau, they're gonna totally give him all the credit, you know. And then if you look at it like this too, like let's say, let's say if we we draft like a Mellow Ball, right, and then we still hold on to DSJ, so you got DSJ and Mellow Ball. Let's say DSJ has a, has a bounce back um year, uh, Mellow Ball's on the team. Uh, you're talking about RJ Barrett is definitely gonna have a a boost in his thing. You know, uh, Mitchell Robinson is going to have another boost as well. Uh, you know, just go down the line. Uh, you know, I know I know people don't like Beyblade, you know, Julius Randle, but add another player to that because we're going to have money. So we're going to have enough money to add a, another big starter or maybe just do like we did last year and just get a bunch of fringe players that make 10, you know, 15 to like $10 million a year, $8 million a year. Get a couple of those guys, you know, this time the right mix or whatever. We might actually have a really good team. You know, but I mean, we've been we've been saying the same shit for the last fifteen years, man. So, um, what else is going on here? Yeah, man. Let me see what's going on, Sportscaster. Uh, Sportscaster, we got another fifty ticket guy from um, FB Bill. FB Bill, what's up? What's up? A couple new names here, man. I know this is late, man, because uh, you know, I really had to get my my thoughts out, but um, I had to I had to I had to do something because. It's my Knicks, man. I, like I said, I was gonna do like a devoted um, audio podcast type of thing, but um, I figure since since I'm awake and whatever, and I see guys all on IG and all on Twitter going live, I figured I might as well just um see what's going on out here. So if anybody else is out there, I see we got um Slizzy out there watching. Uh, anybody else on uh, Sportscast, hit me up in that in that um chat there so I can um so I can um uh, shout you out and maybe um start flipping some topics back and forth. Same thing with um, with um what's that um Twitter we got um Slizzy watching me on Twitter I'm also on Facebook too anybody tuning in on Facebook please check it out so yeah man so um so what are we gonna do here that's um it's just all leading down the path to the to the draft so um so when that when that draft comes what do we do you know look at this roster what are we gonna do with this roster I know a lot of these guys they're they're they they do not have guaranteed contracts so you can just basically um count all those guys out. You know, straight from um from you know Bobby Porter's to everybody else down the line. Whoever doesn't have a guaranteed contract is all gone. You know, Wayne Ellington. I don't want to see Wayne Ellington again with his crazy beard or whatever. You know, so I mean, you you can just count all those guys out. The only guy that that's definitely going to be here is Julius Randle unless he gets traded. Um, DS um DSJ is on the contract, so you know he's not going anywhere unless he gets traded. Also, Frank, 
you know, Frank, uh, you know, he's still he's still pending as well. So he's going to be here. So you, you got guys like, um, uh, what's the guy, Alfred Payton. Alfred Payton is not going to be here, more than likely, because we, we have too many guys on the contract. And it's uh, too much trouble to um, to uh, try to accommodate uh, somebody like that, you know, to try to keep them. And when you have other guys basically do the same thing. So anyway, what I'm, what I'm getting is that we're going to have cap space. So we're, we're going to have enough to basically get a max player. Somebody that's making 20-something or even up to like 30-something, you know, depending on how we finagle this money. So we can have like 30, 40 million or whatever the whatever the fuck it is. You know what I'm saying? So we'll be able to sign somebody. So you, you got to take all that into account, man. So, you know, it's just, it's just interesting uh, of, of um, how how this how good this Knicks team can go in a short amount of time. And uh, we have all the good guys in, in place to um, to make this type of thing happen. The the whole front office is, is um, revamped. And, um, you know, we got our coach and, you know, Mike Woodson's supposed to be back, and a couple other different guys have been, been on mention as well. So, um, you know, we just gotta look, look forward, man. Right now, we have all all the um the um bullets or whatever you want to say to um to fire this gun. You know what I'm saying? So right now, we just need players, and right now we can't talk about last year. You know, we can't talk about the players that um that that uh we might get, or or the players that we have on this roster too that won't be on the roster. We can't talk about none of that stuff. But um, you know, what we could do is start to to look ahead. Maybe while you're watching the bubble, do some scouting. Cause um, me personally, I can't watch the bubble, man. Because there's no fans in the in the um stands, and um, you know, you, you got a dude in Indiana, uh, keep forgetting money's name, but um, he dropped 53 points, man. That, that's a dude he could score, but he can't score like that. You know, I think he might have had 40. I think that 40 might have been his high. I mean, you know, he's capable of doing it, but I mean, the reason why he dropped 53 points because there's nobody else watching. You know what I'm saying? There's nobody in the stands. There's no hecklers and stuff like that. You know, so guys are in the arena. They don't have to worry about all the scrutiny, all the big lights and all the camera work and all the stuff like that. You know, they could play without fans. It, 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 it takes the stress off of you. You know, so, you know, all the stuff that's happening, man, I just, I'm just not excited about it. You know, I could watch, I could watch a little bit. Maybe I'll watch some highlights and stuff like that. Just, just to look, you know, but I can't sit and watch any of these games without, without real fans on it in the, in the, in the squad. To me, it's like, almost like watching a 2K game, you know? So uh, that's that, man. Yeah, you know, I, I just can't wait to Knicks basketball, man. We have to wait so long for it. It's going to be like in, in January, damn near. The way things are going, it might not be until March. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man, shout out to all you Knicks fans out there. You know, thank you for, for tuning in. Like I said, if anybody's um want to chime in on on um, on uh, Sportscaster, please go right ahead. We could talk about whatever you guys want to talk about. Once again, shout out to F, uh, FB Bill. For the 50 um tickets thank you very much you got um panther princess with the 10 um tickets and um yeah shout out to um slizzy man me and slizzy we did like six podcasts i mean we're probably gonna have another one coming up soon i actually should have got him on here i should have hit him up because I, I didn't i didn't really know if he was gonna pop up or not but um uh, but he did so look out for that man i'm gonna try to have a, a couple more guests on here you know this, this is like a new thing new um live podcast thing that i'm doing here so um you know i just had to get that thought out with the kimball walker and the Tom Thibodeau, the point guard whisperer bullshit, you know what I'm saying? So I have to be the first one to say it, man. So, you know, all your all your favorite um networks and, and um and platforms will we'll probably talk about that tomorrow. But uh you heard it first, man, with the Dionics podcast, man. So anyway, if anybody's not not gonna chime in, I'm gonna sign off. It's your boy Eru the Any Star host of the Dionics Podcast. You can see Eru, where is it? Right there. You know what I'm saying? Tune in probably. Um, I, I gotta try to get this a little earlier, man. 10 on 10 and 10 is, is, is too late for the kid, so um, I'm gonna try to um, to um, get on a little earlier, maybe like 7 30. I've been trying to shoot for uh, 
I've been trying to shoot for uh, 7:30 for the longest, and I'm also been trying to get get up on um on the weekend to try something, man. But um, we'll see what happens as this goes on. Anyway, this has been serious consideration. Like I said, we talked about Walker, we talked about Tom Thibodeau, Point Guard Whisperer, and um, you know, a little bit of other stuff too, man. So anyway, I'm signing off. Evil to Any Star, Die Next Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Peace. Oh, don't leave me, don't leave me. Yeah, don't leave me just yet, diehards. It's your boy, Any Star. Just want to give you a little public service announcement. I have been experimenting with these lives, so I apologize for anyone that enjoys the audio podcast. I'm not giving up totally on the audio, so I'm still going to be doing audio podcast. But I just want to get this out. out. I'm really, like, um, I, I want to say engulfed in the whole live thing, trying to get it right. You know, trying to work out the the kinks and stuff like that. So, thank you for um for for dealing with all that, and um thank you for rocking with me this whole time, man. This um whole Dianix podcast experience has been kind of guerrilla style, kind of just been doing things off the hip, adding different things as I go along, and um you know I appreciate everyone that's been tuning in, continuously tuning in from day one. So, shout out to everybody there, man. As I as I always say. Uh, Dianix podcast is going to be getting better and better. Like I said, I'm affiliating with myself with some really good, uh, you know, content creators. You know, some guys that are interested in um, things, some guys that are more ahead of me, and some guys that are a little bit behind. We're all helping each other out, man. So this is a little conglomerate thing that we're going to be doing. So look out for that as um, time goes on, man. And, of course, uh, some of the other the guys that, you, that you've been um, listening to, uh, on the on the show, I'm gonna try to get some guys back to uh, to get up on that um that visual scene. So um you can follow me on Sportscaster. I'm always on Sportscaster. Right now I'm also gonna be on Facebook and Twitter, all three simultaneously when I do live. So uh, if you are a fan of any of those po- any of those platforms, you can just um follow me anywhere there, Sportscaster, or uh, Facebook or Instagram, and um you'll be able to catch the Dynex podcast when I go live. So um, that's that's a great thing, man. So like I said, we're going to be constantly evolving this thing and just getting better and better, man. I can't do it without you guys, man. So continue to um, to uh, follow me on Instagram, which is Dianix Podcast. Continue to follow me on Twitter, which is Dianix PC. I'm probably going to go on right now and I'll start tweeting it because I've been neglecting it. So I kind of want to get back into Twitter. And um, also, Sportscaster, you can find me on Dianix. And uh, everything also, all, all visuals will be posted, um, you know, on YouTube as well. So please follow the Nicks on um on YouTube and uh, watch that evolve as time goes on, man. So yeah, man, that's what this is about. Evolution, keep getting better and better. And um just keep loving these Knicks, man. This is Ebu the Any Star host of the Dynasty Podcast, four fingers to the forehead, tucking your thumb salute. See you guys on the next one. <laughs>